space. Dysfunctional Family, episode 51, the first and only take. Welcome to episode 51. Welcome. I was welcoming you. Me. Yeah. I've been here. I know, but I want to always have a heart of hospitality and never take your presence for granted. Wow, thank you. Welcome. Bienvenidos. Welcome to you. Thank you. Thank Tambien. you very much. Oh, okay. Okay. Throw a little Spanish on there. You good? Bidi, bidi, bum, bum. Wasabi. Y'all know Selena, my girl. This episode is brought to you by Free the Soul's Clothing. FreeTheSoul'sClothing.com for all of your liberated luxury. Sweaters, shirts, crewnecks. Hoodies, caps. t-shirts, polos, caps, beanies, beanies socks. socks, pins, free to source colon, dot com. You feel me? A little promo in there. You know what I'm saying? Go. I want to go lay down. All right. Speaking of go lay down, this episode is also brought to you by Rest by Lynn, listen, I'm right now holding one of the most comfortable pillows I have ever, ever laid my head on. Ever. And I don't I'm not saying this because this is a partnership. It's actually a partnership because I believe this is one of the most comfortable pillows I've ever laid on. Listen, hit up restbylin.com. She's offering y'all a special discount only because y'all rocking with dysfunctional family. So go to restbylin.com. For all of your pillows, I'm talking. I'm talking. She got pillows. neck pillows. Yeah, neck pillows she for got when you're flying. Pillows. Couch pillows. She got floor pillows. Floor pillows. If you want to go on a picnic, the, the oversized jumbo joint. I mean, all the pillows, pillows galore. Y'all go to restbylin.com. She has a special code just for you, just for you for tuning in. TFF fifteen. All right, one five. That stands for this functional family. So TFF fifteen, and you're gonna get fifteen percent off. Any of your orders, I right? I'm telling you, go. This is some of the best pillows you'll ever get, and they're beautiful too. Beautiful, just, so is, many different kente fabric. This is it's just beautiful. Rest by land, but yo, we here episode fifty one. Um, I think I'm gonna let you kick us off this one. Me, I'm so honored. Okay, um, I wasn't really ready for this. <laughs> nah, not uh, really. it's crazy. <laughs> Um, so the, yes, revered, the honored, the <sighs> illustrious Bishop T.D. Jakes released a book recently. Um, what's it called? Disruptive? Disrupted? Disruptive thinking. Disruptive thinking. I promise we have it. 
<laughs> disruptive thinking. T.D. Jakes just released this um, new book, and we were browsing through it. And um, there's a chapter in it called um, Being Married to a Disruptor. Mm. And, of course, that initially, that immediately piqued our interest. And uh, reading through that chapter, and he talks about, of course, his wife, Sarita, and early in their marriage, how, you know, they struggled financially. They were still building uh, ministry and just life. You know what I mean? Rough. They were building life. He got laid off from his job. And where the, the house that they were living in, there was a fire or there wasn't a fireplace. I'm lying. They were sitting watching TV or something. And he was dreaming about, you know, the their future together, what their new home could possibly look like once they were in a, a more comfortable financial place. And he's like, you know, a fireplace would look really good right here. And Sarita's like, you know what? Yeah, it would. Of course, just imagining down the line, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll we'll get a fireplace, God God willing. And um, as soon as she agreed to the vision and said, you know what, I'll, the fireplace might look good here, he's like, all right, I'll be back. He leaves, goes and grabs some tools and just starts hammering at the wall. Nah, just starts different. tearing the world the wall down. And Sarita's like, uh, what are you doing? And he was like, he knew that if he didn't do it in that moment, he would never do it. He had to take the steps to creating this improved living space in mm. order for them to build on the vision that he had and eventually get the fireplace or the fireplace of course of course being a microcosm for like this bigger vision of just like a better life a better home a more comfortable mm. living space um so it really you know it, it stuck out to me and I was like oof Serena, kudos to you for like, you know, the man is nuts. He just start tearing down walls and we ain't got no that, money. That's what's standing out for me. We ain't got, you ain't got no money and you tearing walls down. <laughs> so I was like, all right, Serena. You got to be the one to fix it. You, you see the vision in your husband. Shout outs. But um, it also led to me thinking that, you know, us as a couple, we believe that healthy relationships should continually evolve. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's important to know as you're assessing like where you are in stages of life and stages of marriage and in preparation for your future together, it's important to know when you need to tear something down in your relationship. Because, you know, we all have routines and habits and methods, practices of how we function as a family and just as a couple. But since we're not the same people we were five, ten years ago and we won't be the same people in five or ten years from now, how do we assess and know when we need to tear things down that are no longer serving or benefiting our relationship? Um, yeah, just how do we figure that out? How do we know? Sound like you're asking me, and I don't know the I answer am. to that. Me I mean, either. I think when I <laughs> no, but when I hear that anecdote, that story, great story by the way. But when I hear that story um, about that you just shared about TD Jakes and Sarita Jakes, I think the first thing that comes to mind for me is disruption never feels like the right time. You out the gate swinging. Dang. That's so good. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's the friction. That's the rub of being married to a disruptor is that, that is so good. The timing never feels like, Oh yeah, this is, this is a good time to go knock down these bricks and make a fireplace. It's always going to be like that. So the, yeah. that's so good. <laughs> the, the tension that the person that may not be as much of a disruptor in terms of their personality style or in terms of their leadership style, in terms of their parenting style, when they're not as much of a, as much, when they're not as much of a disruptor as their partner, Mm -hmm. to me, the tension is 
not so much the disruption, it's about the timing of disruption. <laughs> it's really disruption because it comes at a time that doesn't feel like it's the right time. Completely inconvenient. So I think I think I say that to say there's a lot to process and 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 you have to be able to have a framework to filter how you embrace or accept their disruption mm-hmm. through. Like you have to mm-hmm. You have to have some kind of framework that yeah. can't be disrupted. Yeah. Okay. That you pass their disruptive thinking through. Because the thing about being with a disruptive person is that disruptive people always feel like their ideas are going to work. Yeah. Like we have to do it now. Like we, it's it's now we're never kind of right. Situation. And it's it's the good ones, the bad ones, the ones that are premature, the ones that are too late. Like. Someone that's a disruptive thinker, and we're using that term disruptive to sort of speak to uh, the mind of a leader or a creator that kind of, when they get ignited by an idea, a vision, or dream, they go after it right really away. Really impulsive. Yeah. So at times, right, the worst side of the disruptor is that it can feel impulsive. Entrepreneurs, pastors, leaders, speakers, mm-hmm. uh, 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 even people that are just like ambitious, right? Mm-hmm. They'll up and leave a job. And it's like, hey, 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 slow, slow, slow down. Slow we got down. bills to pay. Where you going? We got bills to pay. And it's like, hey, are you leaving because you just feel some impulse that may be about your future, but not necessarily about your now? Mm. Like, what's your plan? You just leaving because you know this is not the place for you? Or are you leaving because you're going to tackle this idea that you have a plan for already? Exactly, exactly. So the, the disruptor is a tough person to be with. Mm-hmm. And I know I can say that. Because you're a disruptor. I'm a, I'm a disruptor today because you I'm are. a disruptor. I know that I'm. I know that being a partner with me is weighty because I know that I am always dreaming. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm always thinking about the next, and even in the now, I'm trying to figure out how the now fuels the next. Yeah, it's, I'm never just doing the now just to do the now. The now is always fueling the next, mm-hmm. and I think as a disruptor, I know that I'm tough to be with. Because I always have a new idea, and sometimes I don't give that idea enough time to process and say, is this a good time for this idea? Really? I actually think you're, you are very disruptive, but I think that you're not impulsive at all. I I think I've had to learn that, though. So I think you're speaking to a me that's now. I think I've had to mature into that. I think you've always been a thinker. Like, your ideas are always... Flattered. Like with a snowball mindset, like it's going to build mm. on, like it'll have some kind of layering effect that it's going to grow into something bigger than the initial seed idea. Yeah. But I, I do feel that you think things through thoroughly. If more so like you have the disruptive thought and you're not afraid, mm. but for lack of a better term, you're afraid to act on it because you want it to succeed. Mm. Because you know its full potential to blossom into whatever the best possible version of the of the disruption will be. You're so calculated in how you disrupt that you don't always pursue right away. So I actually think the opposite. But I think that that comes from having disrupted at a time that wasn't a great time and watching y'all suffer. Because of my disruption, see it happens. It happens so quickly. Be, you don't even remember when it happened. <laughs> can we share it or no? We can. I left. I left a job. I remember. Yep. <laughs> thinking that 
something was about to happen for me and that mm-hmm. a door was about to open that did not happen. Yeah, I remember. And um Oh, I was pregnant. I left the job, you were pregnant, <laughs> and we were months behind on rent. Yeah. And you may have been okay because you just knew it was gonna work out. Mm-hmm. You don't know what I was going through on a daily basis as a man. I don't know if it's gender based. I just think at the time I was the provider. Mm-hmm. So it's like financial provider. So I think this this anxiety would hit anyone that is the primary financial provider, whether that be female or male. Mm-hmm. In in our case, you were pregnant. You were not the primary um, financial provider, even though you were still working. Mm-hmm. I think most of our income came from me because I also had music gigs, yeah. songwriting gigs. Preaching, you were just speaking, making more money than me. And I was making more <laughs> Right. So it's like me leaving my job. I just remember being behind on rent and every night, like having extreme levels of stress. Like, did my disruption hurt my family? Mm. So I think maybe I'm like traumatized by mm. being in rental arrears and like never wanting to see y'all experience that again. So maybe that's why you see this ac- snowball accumulated way of me being a disruptor, but I still think I'm still at heart a disruptor, right? For sure. Um, but here's what helps me, though. I think certain things can't change in relationships. Mm-hmm. So even if you're a creative person, a visionary, a dreamer, always sparked with new ideas and new ways of being, I think certain things in a relationship cannot change. Like there's certain pillars that have to remain because those are the filters that you run your disruptive ideas through. Okay. Yeah. So for instance, I think honesty cannot change. Mm, yeah. If I'm always honest, then I can be a disruptor and say, Hey, this is what I'm feeling. This is a dream I had, or this is a vision I had, or this is what I've been praying about. I don't know what to do with it, but I'm letting you know, this is where I am. There's a possibility. I might want to just up and move. <laughs> and you're like, you can give me your feelings, but at least you're giving me your feelings based off of my honest Heart. Yeah. So it's like if you're a disruptor, you also have to always know that honesty must remain a pillar in your relationship so that you're never disrupting and it is you're never disrupting in dishonesty. So it's like you're never starting a business on the low without your (laughs) partner knowing. Hey, where's all our money going? Right. Oh, well, oh, I'm going to get these uh, materials for this thing I'm trying. Yeah, well, why did you tell me you, t- exactly. you spent $2,000 already? Right. Or well, you're never dreaming about, yo, I really, really want to get this new home. And it's like, I'm not telling you, unless like you have it like that and you just plan on surprising your spouse. But like other than that, like I'm not about to just do renovations in our home and not tell you. Like I want to know, do you like this slate gray floor or not? Like do you like new cabinets or did you like the darker ones that we had i want something lighter you know like i'm not just gonna do that i think we gotta disrupt but through the filter of honesty absolutely I right love that. Yeah. so even when it's getting on your nerves it's like i know i know another idea <laughs> but at least i trust that i you can hold it a safe place for while it's nesting while it's growing while i'm thinking through the ins and outs of it at least you trust me yeah. Your idea. Right. So now if you start seeing my moves match my vision. Mm, it won't surprise it you. It won't surprise you. It's like, hey, babe, why why we why we stop, you know, ordering out as much? Baby, I'm really trying to save for this renovation. At least it's like, oh, all right. I was enjoying us watching a movie and ordering hey, out every, every every couple of days. But... Hey DoorDash. <laughs> What's up? Shout out to DoorDash. I text you. Text me back. Big head. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> but at least it's not like going to hit you off guard because I disrupted, but with honesty, right? Here's another pillar that I think can't like shift in a relationship. It has to be a filter. We run our disruptive thinking through servanthood. We are always servants. Like my life serves my wife. My life serves my children. My wife's life, I hope, seems like it is to me, unless she's a really good faker. Her life serves me. Her life serves my children. If we run our disruptive thinking through the framework and the filter Mm -hmm. of servanthood, I'll know whether or not I'm being disruptive because I I want to serve you and my family at a higher capacity. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? For sure. So there are just certain things in your life that are disruptable and certain things that are not. And I think honesty and servanthood are like, they can never be disruptable. Right? Because if if, let's say, it's almost like if I use an example of like a house. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's say we let's say honesty and servanthood are the house. They're the structure. We're living here. We're never going to move from here. Yeah. It's, it's our dream home. We love it. We love living at Servanthood Boulevard. Right. This is our this is, <laughs> Servanthood Boulevard. This is Cross Street Honesty. This is where we live. <laughs> right. It doesn't mean inside we'll never get new cabinets. It doesn't mean we'll never switch out the appliances. It doesn't mean we'll never rip up the floors. It never means we'll never rip up the carpet. It never means we'll never do any renovations. Mm-hmm. It just means this is the space we live in, right? So even if I use like like sex, right, for more mature and adult couples, cover the kids' ears. But like let's use sex. If we're in an intimate relationship, right, mm-hmm. we're married. Barring any severe crippling or debilitating injuries, the plan is we're going to always have sex as long as the Lord allows. <laughs> That's never going to change. Mm-hmm. How we have sex can, though. What foreplay looks like for you at 45 might look different for you at 30. What 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 gets you in the mood when we turn 55 might be different from what I could do when we were 31. So what leads up to it? Hey, maybe the bones might get a little weaker. The, the positions might change when we get, you know, 50-something years old. But I don't like the bones. Sex, but sex is, that's not, that's not, we ain't stopping that. It's disruptible. Right. So like I see servanthood and honesty those same ways. It's like those can't change mm-hmm. how I renovate in the house of servanthood or in the house of honesty is sort of how I disrupt. Mm. It's like I'm, I, I got to get us some new furniture. Mm-hmm. The new furniture might look like. Tearing some walls down. Tearing some walls down. Yeah, <laughs> it, might, it might look like something else. You know what I'm saying? So I know I talked long, but oh, that's good. I hope that yeah, I hope that that's helpful. Yeah. And I think building on the idea of servanthood, when we if you are a disruptor, mm-hmm. um, something you have to consider is that which you kind of touched on a little bit, is does the disruption serve both of you? Is the disruption feeding only your own visions, your mm. own personal desires, your personal dreams and aspirations, and it's really like selfish ambition because you can't think for yourself when you're when you have a family when you're in a relationship when you have you know children may be involved you can't disrupt things that impact those around you you know what i mean so make sure that whatever disruption you're seeking after benefits the family as a whole even if it is like your vision so 
for instance, right at the height of the pandemic, we're we're not big junkheads, but we enjoy like cookies, right? Mm-hmm. One of our favorite cookies being Oreos. So I don't remember how we found them, but Back to Nature is a plant-based cookie brand. And we were all trying to be healthier mm-hmm. with COVID going around. Right, and right, we were right. trying to make better options. We're not giving up cookies, but right. is there a healthier cookie option? We started eating more fruits. Um, and this really came from like you doing your own research. And God forbid if we do you know, get infected with COVID, how can we at least uh, bounce back faster? Or how can we prevent ourselves from getting it? So we really looked into eating healthier. Um, and Which we never had. It was crazy. We're like aliens. Out here. We never got COVID. God, I mean, God forbid. Yeah, thank God. But yeah, like, I'm like part children. of a real like we never, small percentage. Of <laughs> we people. never. And I did the, the you know the blood work test mm-hmm. where it's like they could check if you ever had it. Because sometimes it's uh, yeah, and yeah. we've never had it in this house. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. God is good. But, but, but yeah, out, during during quarantine, we really um, tried to like make better health decisions, and right. part of that was changing our diet and that came from you doing a lot of research like how do I keep my family safe and Mm -hmm. it was disruptive we like Oreos but it's like okay hey y'all I found these plant-based cookies let's try these out Mm -hmm. um, so that we can still eat and enjoy what we're eating but for the sake of our family's well-being we're gonna do away with what is it Nabisco and we're gonna go to go with back to nature Mm mm-hmm Brought to you by Back to Nature. And no, I'm joking. <laughs> not sponsored. Yeah. Episode is so not we sponsored. Keep, know, we down for it. Yeah, we keep Back to Nature cookies. Like, we haven't box gone back. I go get a box out my... I go to my pantry right... Yeah, we got two boxes in there right now. I go... They showing... Wait, no, you will, but I just... You left us like a couple episodes ago, so I want you to stay here with us. They might want to see that we for real, for real, that we really, really about that. Our kids, we got an eight and six... I'll be back, man. All right, he'll be back. Um... I guess I'm going to keep talking while he goes to get the Back to Nature cookies. Um, And uh, so, yeah, definitely one of the things Deshaun did was make sure that we were eating healthier. And he's back that fast. So these classic cream cookies taste better than Oreos. You're like, they're incredible. Come on now. They're incredible. Cane sugar. Come on. Cocoa. Not no like processed chocolate. This this the cocoa, the plant. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Come on, man. Back to nature, baby. Holla at dysfunctional family. We support you regularly. Hashtag regularly. Heavy on the regularly. Lay that here for a little bit. Like, okay. Um, let them see that we really support. So let me land the plane here. Yeah. Uh. So. I say all diet that to say, yep. our our diet was disrupted, but it was for the sake of our family. It wasn't just for the sake of like inconvenience. Hey, y'all, we're not eating this no more. But hey, we don't want to get COVID. Let's see how we can figure things mm. out to make sure that we're making this decision that's not just gonna like keep us through COVID. But it's been what four years already, three four years, and we're we ain't. We don't feel no ways tied. <laughs> we ain't going back to, to Oreos. You know what right, I mean? So right. the disruption benefited us. It wasn't like a self-serving decision. Yeah, that that's a, a good example. I didn't even think about me shifting our diet mm-hmm. during the pandemic as like a disruption, but it really was because it's like, hey, daddy, mommy, why are we not? Yeah, the girls definitely asked. Why are we not going here no more? Why are we not eating this no more? And I'm like, well, because it's or why are we taking this mm-hmm. oil, or this, oil and, yeah. or this uh, vitamin or this mineral? Um, or whatever. Um, I didn't even think about it as a disruption. That's that. That's when you know you're disruptive. You don't. You don't realize you're disruptive. Mm. That's the thing. It's like I think I'm just being me. Mm-hmm. I don't even real. I didn't realize that that like shifted our whole like 
I pretty much invaded and interjected in a whole way of eating and living mm-hmm. that my family was used to. To me, it was just me being me. Like, oh, let's just make a change. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But um, it, it does, you know, cause me to question, like, what do you do, though, when, to your point, the disruption should always feel it's in service to the entirety of the family mm. or the entirety of your spouse or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you do when your partner doesn't agree that the disruption will serve both of you? Like, they want to get a new job, but you feel like, no, this is not for us. This is purely for your selfish ambition. <laughs> or they want to start a new hobby, and you feel like, no, this is just for you to get time away from us. And mm. for them, it's like, no, it's actually making me mentally healthier yeah. so that I can be my best self around y'all. Like, mm-hmm. when you are with the disruptor, but you don't feel like, and I'm really, I'm asking you is because I think we've already kind of established that I'm the disruptor of us. And I am the fence that holds the disruption up, keeps it nice and sturdy. Yeah, I'm going to thank her because <laughs> I would have 42 businesses out here if it wasn't for Amanda. <laughs> Still no, might. No, but I mean, well, I think you're a little bit of a disruptor. I'm sort of, sort of going on a tangent. You're a disruptor. You're, just, you're like a micro disruptor. Like you're the type that will impulsively say, let's just get up and go out for a walk or go to a movie <laughs> right, right now. <laughs> I'm more of the like the large scale. Yeah, I think we need to move to a new state. <laughs> I think we need to change our church. What? Like like that? Like whoosh? Like the the uprooting? Yeah, me in the micro situations, I'm I'm even kill. I'm consistent. That's true. That is I true. Could, I could do the same thing every, <laughs> every night. single day. Trust me, I, I eat the same thing. I don't even eat in the mornings. I don't eat until noon. But um, I have the same tea, the same fruit smoothie. Every, every morning. Every single day. Every morning. Ginger like, tea with lime and honey. Lime and and, a, honey. and a, a mango strawberry smoothie with coconut water. Every morning. Every morning. <laughs> like, so it's like, I'm a... I'm a <laughs> when it comes to the micro stuff, I'm a, I don't, I don't change. Yeah. I'm like a loyalist to my decisions. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I have invisible loyalties to habits. Yeah. To, to I, I don't change. The macro stuff is what I'm like, oh, yeah, why not? <laughs> why can't I just up and leave this job? Meanwhile, I'm like... Are we moving? Yeah. All right. I believe God. Right, right. But for you, you're more of like a micro disruptor. That's crazy. That's like, you're like, you're the type that'll be the reason we spontaneously decide to order out when I knew we had a dinner schedule. Mm -hmm. It's like, hey. That's crazy. That's so true. We had a dinner schedule, bro. Like, yeah, that's on. so true. You know what I'm saying? But to answer your question, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so let's reground them in the question yeah. before you go. Like, what do you do when your spouse, I'm going to put the back to nature, I'm going to put these away. Um, but I just want y'all to know we support. This ain't just for this. You're not episode. getting up to put this them is, away, right? This is regular. Just no, I'm going to just okay. put them right, right here. I'm back. <laughs> okay, good. Um, oh, I think yeah, what do you if, if you're with someone who. Doesn't agree that the disruption is is going to serve both of you. Mm-hmm. Is what you have to do. What I would do is give them a chance to disrupt. Mm. Just give them a chance because you might share an idea with me that I don't have the full scope of. You know what I'm saying? Like it's your vision, it's your baby, it's your idea, and I may not be able to see all the ins and outs of it and all of the uh, the pieces to the puzzle for the disruption to work. So it may not make sense to me. Mm. It's your vision. It's your baby. It's your disruption. So it may not make sense to me, but at least I trust the man that you are. So I'm going to give you a chance to disrupt. Mm. If it fails, it fails. But at least I gave you the space 
to explore the disruption and explore the idea of what could happen. Ah, uh, I, I think like you that. just got to give it a chance. Give them a chance. Because you don't want to suppress, you know what I mean, any future disruptive ideas that might actually pan out well. Absolutely. You know what I mean? That might actually be really fruitful and really beneficial for your family. Absolutely. You have to give them a chance to disrupt and know know who you're with. Yeah. You know what I mean? If they're planning a disruption that's totally out of character of who they are and the types of visions and ideas they have, maybe question a little bit and maybe say, you know, are you sure? Give them some pushback. Mm. This is really not like you do you have the right connections do you have the right resources for this to flesh through or flesh out but i think you just got to give them a chance to see how it works yeah no i wholeheartedly agree i wholeheartedly agree because you also don't listen you don't want to be that that person eating crow later in your life like (laughs) i hate that phrase (laughs) like i can't believe i told we're not to invest in uh, Bitcoin. We yeah. could have been millionaires. <laughs> like, goodness gracious, why did I listen? Why didn't I listen to him? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, shout out to Pinky Cole. You know what I'm saying? Black woman entrepreneur out in the ATL. Like, she just got married. Mm-hmm. I'm sure her boyfriend before didn't believe in her <laughs> vegan restaurant. Like, girl, I like my chicken. <laughs> And now he's sitting watching. Don't nobody want to eat no vegetables. Watching her be the McDonald's of all vegan restaurants. Yeah. It's like you know what I'm saying. It's like yo, it is what it is. But listen, I also have an answer. I mean, a, a response. I think that you have to ask yourself um, whether or not you you don't believe in their vision. Like you have to be self aware. That's what I want to say. You have to be self-aware. You need to know whether or not you don't believe in their vision because your own scope is too narrow. And it's like, I just can't see that. I'm more of a consistent person. This is this is working. Why mess it up? Why why, why tip over the apple cart if, if, if it's working? Why, why are we messing this up? Is your scope too narrow? Or maybe you don't believe in their disruption because you're traumatized by a previous time you allowed them to disrupt and it didn't end well. Hmm. Right? Maybe your father or your mother was kind of a disruptor, but your family was always moving or always behind on bills or always, you know. Like eventually something got to work. Ain't none of your ideas working That's what I'm saying. So it's like you're traumatized by allowing people to be creative because Mm. you come from a household where people who were creative, it didn't pan out. Mm. So now you're you're, you're hampered by that. Or the person you're with Mm -hmm. attempted several times in the past and they didn't follow through on anything. So now you're traumatized by their lack of follow through. A micro trauma, not like you in PTSD, but it's a micro trauma, right? And now- because they didn't follow through with their previous disruptions, you're not giving them a chance with something that may be a little more solid. Mm-hmm. So I think self-awareness is key mm-hmm. to know whether or not the reason you are not chairing and championing your partner's disruption is because of a previous traumatic disruption that either hurt you or didn't work out for your family. Um, and if that is the case, maybe they prove themselves in smaller scales. So it's like, Show me you're serious about this disruption by getting your EIN and, and your LLC. Mm-hmm. Show, like, apply for that stuff. Yeah. Save yeah. up for that. Show, show me you're serious about that. 
all right, cool. Show me you serious because you'll pay for a photo shoot to get your marketing mm. and stuff ready. Like, mm-hmm. like maybe let them show it in micro steps instead yeah. of just like, let's throw everything away and mm-hmm. start the business. Take $5,000 know I mean? and let's just go at it. No, yeah. we're going to take... <laughs> because when I think of going back to bring this back full circle, <coughs> when I go back to your anecdote and I think about somebody like T.D. Jakes, mm-hmm. regardless of whatever your feelings out there are about him, you don't have to be... I know a lot of our watchers and viewership is not necessarily Christian or church goes, but when I think about his story... Mm-hmm. The only way Sarita gets up and moves from West Virginia to Dallas, Texas with him or Fort Worth, Texas to start a church is because that fireplace got built. Yeah, they surely built it. Like, like, that's the thing you got to think about. When he smashed those bricks, he didn't just smash it like, oh, I'm impulsive. He smashed it and then built it. And then built it. Right? And he tells the story of mm-hmm. multiple moments like that where it's like, hey, I have this business idea or hey, I have this idea. And she watches him work and grind, get his fingers dirty, and figure it out. Yeah. So now when he says, God told me to move to Fort Worth, Texas. She can trust the disruption. She's like, listen, we have the disruption. Mm-hmm. You've improved the quality of our lives. Let's roll with it. Yeah. So I think if you are a disruptor, male, female, I know this can come off like right, we're right. like making this binary about men being disruptors, women not. But male, female, if you are a disruptor, you got to show follow through in your mm-hmm. smaller micro disruptions mm-hmm. so that when you have this bigger idea, this bigger project, this bigger vision, you get the full hearted absolute support yeah. of your partner. I love it. Yeah, that's good. This is good. good. Wow. Yeah, uh, nice. All right. That yeah, yeah. Was, oh, that was well, a little hitting, Yeah, sloppy because you was hitting the mic, but pause. Oh. But <laughs> handshake, for those that are just listening and watching, handshake when it will a little awry, but <laughs> and I'm sure this is this is not a blanket statement. There are some nuance. There are yeah, there's some nuance to it. But I guess the key takeaway here is to if you have a disruptive idea, a few things you want to make sure of is make sure that make sure of before pursuing it is uh, make sure that it's benefiting your family and it's not just self-serving mm-hmm. and make sure that you've proven yourself worthy of causing disruption to your family. And, and can, I be, can I clarify something? Sure. When we talk disruption, what we're talking about is innovative, creative, visionary thinking mm-hmm. that shakes up the foundation of your normalcy. Mm-hmm. So whether that be how y'all are earning your money, whether that be where you're living, whether that be what you do for a living, (laughs) how you're eating, we're talking about things that shake up the foundations, the very substratum of your normalcy, okay? For the betterment. For the (laughs) better, right. So when you say it must be serving, like the disruption must be in service of the family, that does not mean the process will always look like it's in service. Mm -hmm. My inconvenience, the, the, everybody. The outcome of the disruption yeah. is what you think is in service for sure of the family. So I just wanted to clarify. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's that. That's that. But now speaking of that, this or that, that's it's it. that time. Drum roll, please. I'll take the first question. Do it. Would you rather your partner have a sense of humor or street smarts? Three, two, one, street Sense smarts. Okay. Definitely. I'm from Brooklyn. You better ask okay. me. I mean, smarts. I'm from Brooklyn too, but That's one thing about me, I'm a laugh, so. <laughs> hey, listen. 
I'm alive. I think nope. if you don't have a sense of humor, there's other things you can do to get laughter, inject laughter into the relationship, though. What, go to a comedy club? Comedy club. No, nah, I need to laugh. Show. I need to laugh. At home. Netflix special? By myself. Okay. Not without Netflix. Listen, I don't need no no dummies, though. I need people that know when they're getting duped at the loan office. I know people that know when they're getting tricked by them people in Orlando, Florida at Disney World when they be trying to get you to go to the little events to buy a resort. And you got to know when they're trying to play you and run game. Of, oh, this feel like I'm, like I'm venting. Right. <laughs> I had a bad experience at Disney World. Hmm. You know we had a bad experience. Well, we didn't because I, I didn't let them trick you. Need some street smarts. They tried to trick you. That's that New York hustle. They tried to run it on you in Florida. It wasn't about the hustle. It was, I was too much of a nice person to walk away. I wasn't going to accept the offer. I looked at her in her eyes. I was like, nah, we good. Because <laughs> <laughs> they be trying I to just, get you to buy resorts. I'm not really one of the people who like just cut people off and walk away from a situation. I like hear you out and then kindly reject the offer. Three smarts. Okay. Make walk Next question. When you know they trying to play you. I don't like that you whispering. Next, next one. Go ahead. Rather shop at Target or Amazon? Countdown. Three, two, one. Anybody else addicted to Amazon? Both. I can't pick. <laughs> my Target and Amazon carts are nuts right now. Can you pick? No, nah, Target, my Amazon. Targazon is not an option. <laughs> Targazon, I like it. Trademark. Shop with Targazon soon. Coming soon. Saying trademark don't mean nothing, by the way. <laughs> trademark. Like, I, I got dibs. <laughs> I got dibs. On target's on. I can't. My God. You literally have to pick. That is what this or that is. Oh, God. Amazon for your boy. What y'all pick? Saying what y'all pick, like what this is pick? a live Yo, show. It's crazy. Yep. what you pick? She's asking our photographer. He not even paying attention. What am I picking? <laughs> target on Amazon. All right, they said all three of them say Amazon, so Amazon. Yeah, because my Amazon cart right now. Hey, we don't need to. Uh, hey, you don't oh, need. I'm to, gonna find. We're gonna out. look bad as a unit right now. The public image. Let me see. Not gonna be good right now. Cart. They don't need to know that there's 251 items saved for later. That's <laughs> great. Amazon, it is. Anybody I'll get caught. The thing is, Amazon. I frequently shop an order from Amazon. It's like a one stop shop, but. You take me to a Target, we're going to be in there for a little while. Now, the thing is, the Target app, I've I've ordered from Target before, like online and through the app, but it's just not, I'm getting on your nerves. I got to work through these feelings. But the, tar- I don't know, it's something about shopping in Target. It's something in the air. Target kind of like, eh, you get in and you got to stay in Sound for a little demonic, while. bro. <laughs> but Amazon now, oh my God. Oh my God. I guess I'm by- in Target, if you're looking for a healthy family. Sorry. To run some ads, shoot some reels, high quality reels. Dysfunctional family is You're your the crew. Family for you. Ha! <laughs> All right, last question. All right, here we go. Would you rather learn a new skill together or separately? Three, two, one. Together. Separately. Dang, we didn't agree on anything today. Oh, no, no, no. Amazon, we agreed on, but you kind of didn't agree. Um,. Yeah, definitely separately. Definitely separately? Undoubtedly. Undoubtedly? Yes. Yes? Absolutely. Absolutely? Without a doubt. Without a doubt? No questions. No 
Oh, I got some questions. Ask what you... Indubitably. Ask questions. I don't even know what to ask. You said you have questions. I lied. I just... Oh. Whatever. No, no. I don't even want to... Do you want to hear an explanation? Because I'm sure the world wants to know. Whatever. So I pride myself on being a romantic. And I think when you learn new skills separately... It leaves more opportunity for you to leverage surprises. So if I build a certain skill or a trade or something that makes me good at something, then it gives me more like wiggle room to on an anniversary or Amanda's birthday or something to like hit her with a surprise like bow. And it's something she didn't know I could do or something she didn't know. You know what I mean? And I just think it's much sweeter that way. Um yeah, that's just my explanation. You hiding like I didn't know you was doing that from the beginning. Whatever. You want to give an explanation? No, for I said no. I mean, I think yours is pretty I straightforward. Don't care. I don't care. So I didn't give them my explanation since you know everything. I assume. Whatever. Chose. You know what happened when you assume. Okay, so then why don't you tell us? No, I have nothing to say. So does my explanation not. Whatever. I don't even stupid care. You don't care until you get some wild surprise. You're like, that was so sweet that you did this. <laughs> Do y'all hear our cameraman sipping his tea? No, that freshly squozen lemonade. <laughs> really lemonade, but he's doing it with the sipping my tea face. I'm going to mind my business and stay out of this. We'll talk about this later. Thank you. We don't need watching. to talk about it later. Thank you for watching another episode of this Functional Family Podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share, and download. Does my explanation not... I said value stupid merit yes already. So why is it stupid yes? Because you don't want to spend time with me. That's what you interpreted? You'd rather be by yourself. Yo, it's crazy. Men and women really think differently. It's wild. Even after my explanation, that's what you interpreted. That's wild. I feel like we have... <laughs> I feel like we have... So many moments that we spend time together. Yeah, justify it all you want. Just say bye to them. Justify it sounds like I need to make an excuse. I'm not justifying. I'm supporting my claim okay. with valid art. Here's the thing. You still here, so I've been doing things that make you happy. So some of these skills that I've developed and learned without you that I've been able to use, leverage, and surprise you with, like writing songs, I didn't learn that with you, but there have been sweet anniversaries where you've gotten songs. Verses written, made, curated by who? Me. That you were, oh, I'm so sweet. That's so nice. So sometimes separately is cool. But it's a, without a doubt, absolutely, yes, indubitably. Are you crazy? Yes, 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 a million times. Every day, yes. Yes. Okay. We'll catch y'all for episode. Now, there are some skills like that we. Definitely. Okay, we'll talk about it later. Like Mm. surprising you with a little meal. Okay, could we just say bye? Chefed up and Mm. learned a little recipe on the side. Like, come on, you be liking that stuff. That's what you know what I'm saying? I said bye already, so that's what you know what I'm saying? You you get open. They get you. You gonna say bye? Let me know if y'all agree with me. (laughs) 
I feel like my aunt is pretty sweet, and she's trying to make it seem like I am a mean person. So y'all let me know. Mean person? Yeah. Okay. Say bye. Say bye. Every day, a million times, every day. Like, that's how I said it. That's what I sound like. All right, well, our kids are trapped in the room. Wait a minute. Watching their tablets, <laughs> trying to keep it down. Gotta let them loose. Mommy and daddy are done. So we're going to let my kids loose. I said it like dogs in the backyard or something. All right, bye, y'all. Cause... My girls want some time with their parents, so we're going to be out. I love y'all, though. We love y'all. Make sure y'all subscribe, like, share, do all the algae boosting things. Boost the algae. Subscribe, comment. Bye. Just say bye. We did that already. I don't want to leave. I'm leaving. But I got to go right now. And I'll be back before you know. I don't want to leave. But I got to go right now. And I'll be back before you know. Don't you move. Don't you move. Cause I'm coming right back. Right back to you. Don't you change your position. TFF, I'm on a mission. It's in you. I don't even know if those are the words. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Trigger. Well, not really. He's been in a lot of trouble recently, but yeah. Uh. See y'all later.